0: Hello and welcome to the Metapod, the Pokemon TCG podcast It revolves around the evolving meta. The final week in the back, Sean and I have been troubleshooting for about an hour just <laughs> trying to get everything rocking and working and just this is the final episode until everything is back to normal. But I hope everybody's having a good week, good day, excited for a new week, especially because the week of the North American International Championships. Sean, how are you?
1: I am good Jake. Uh yeah, like like Jake said, a little bit of troubleshooting. But you know what you the viewer and the listener will never know. <laughs> you, Hopefully.
0: <yeah>. Fingers crossed. <laughs> I will say we
1: figured out that AirPod audio is terrible. Just terrible. Oh, did I lose you again Jake? Are you there?
0: No. I'm here. Oh,
1: okay. You froze on my screen. Okay. Anyway. It's
0: it's it's just the house. It's the parents' house.
1: <laughs> That's fair. You know what, Jake? Uh let's get straight into it. Let's uh let's get straight into it. We got let's a lot of Let's just go right into it. We got N A I C. We, got- we got some news. And uh we got the review. Jake, rock
0: and roll. We've got the five-star review here. This is from Dragoon Gamer. It's titled as the best podcast. So thank you very much for the kind words. You can leave your review yourself over on apple itunes if you want to leave a review you can also leave a youtube comment if you'd like on the youtube video and on spotify you can give a rating to let us know how we're doing you know we're always trying to improve this uh this uh review says i love your podcast it's very helpful and keeps me up with the meta and you've helped me build a deck it's based around scarlet and violet's base set blissey and armorage armorage is the pokemon that um moves the energy back Mm back i think it's fire energy to the active yep. and that's it
1: it's something it's something like that it's very strange it
0: is it messes around with fire energy on the board but anyways you help me stay up to date on the meta uh and what it is so thank you and keep up the good work p.s shout out to episode 130 the budget friendly decks yeah which is definitely a topic that we got to go back to in a couple weeks
1: yeah, yeah. Like you like you said in the first version of this recording, we have to let Paldea Evolved marinate. I I loved that phrasing, so I wanted to bring it back.
0: Well, I mean Paldea Evolved just came out. We're about to hit our second tournament, because we've already had one tournament that we're gonna talk about here on the podcast to give you a little bit of a preview, but Sean, that will come in the future, so stay tuned for that on the podcast. But first, what do we have first to talk about, Sean?
1: Uh, First thing on the agenda is a new set name was trademarked in Japan, uh, Mm -hmm. and that set name name is very confusing for non-Japanese players, uh, specifically ones that speak English, because the set name is called Battle Academy.
0: Jake, why would this be confusing for people? If you don't remember, I think it was like a year, maybe like two years ago, Pokemon released this Pokemon TCG product called Battle Academy. I think it won like an award. It did. Of some sort, like board game award um, for being like incredible for new players and things like that. And it's meant for like young kids and, and just new players in general and like learning how to play the game and stuff. Very, very cool resource um, if you're looking out for that. But as Sean said... They've got the same name, so please don't confuse the two. This is a completely different, separate item that is referencing the Indigo Disc, which, if you do not know, is the second part of the Scarlet and Violet DLC that will be releasing winter of this year. That uh, DLC, I think, was announced last week. It was either before or after our last podcast. I'm not sure. yeah they around that time.
1: Yeah, they announced it... At like one of the last Pokemon presents or something like
0: that. Or Nintendo yeah, the Direct. Yeah, Nintendo Direct it was. Yeah. yeah. I remember watching it with a lot of other things. But it, I mean, in there, you're going to be a part of like an exchange student. You're going to be an exchange student if you're familiar with the video games. So that is why it's labeled Battle Academy. That's kind of the reasoning because, you know, you're in school, you're battling, you're learning and stuff like that. So huge emphasis on battling in there. And that is going to be a set that... We don't see for a long time. Pokemon always makes these trademarks well in advance. So this could release uh, like early 2024.
1: Yeah, it's going to be for us probably maybe our February set, maybe even later, Mm -hmm. depending. But yeah, I think this will be like our year of Mm -hmm. gimmicks, kind of like battle styles year was.
0: Mm. Um, Battle styles, chilling rain, fusion strike.
1: Yeah, like, you know, so so many great things like Mew Vmax. So we have
0: Mew Vmax coming up. Oh, <laughs> yeah. joy. New the new Mew that Vmax. Max never dies.
1: Oh, it's it's we'll get into that for the metagame. game. It's insane though. It really is. I don't understand it, Jake
0: it will be <laughs> curious to see how it continues forward until it rotates. But there are plenty of Japanese products that are coming in the future before that. So make sure to go check those out. Pokebeach Beach has an article um, when you look at the Battle Academy that lists everything out for like the rest of the calendar year. If you're interested in buying Japanese products like the Pokemon uh, trading card game classic box set in late October, which has got like the really cool board to yep. play on. You remember that, Sean? Yeah, yeah. I think am it... definitely getting that.
1: Oh, okay. <laughs> Big spender. I'm just
0: always going to talk about it cuz I I wanted it so bad. It looks so cool. Yeah. Uh but
1: yeah, like I think the next thing for us on the news front before we get into NAIC stuff is um there's sort of a, a new product coming out. We talked about Battle Academy and this is like mm-hmm. Battle Academy Junior kind of thing. It really is. It's uh it's called My First Battle uh and it is it's interesting it is a 17 card deck and it comes with what it looks like uh like a paper playmat type thing and all the counters that you need to keep track of damage but it's basically a learning experience for I guess very young children to get into mm-hmm. uh playing any TCG honestly like I can't imagine any other TCG <laughs> being approachable at a younger age
0: I mean I've heard Pokemon is one of the easier ones to learn
1: yeah uh and look it comes in the same style of packaging as a lot of the uh league battle decks did and it has mm-hmm. the like level it's a level one deck Jake can you can you believe it it's the same as the new Chen Power deck
0: so does it come with one EX I, I assume think so looking at that i think the top one for anybody who's also looking at the news as we look at the news and talk about it, i think that's like available maybe uh, it I is so
1: hard it is so hard to see it on the tiny pictures here
0: it's very it's very pixelated it's not very high quality because all we have is just preliminary information about this mm-hmm. product so this is very very new like this just dropped yesterday at the time of this recording so monday uh June 26. So, we'll get more information, more product images, things like that later. This is set to be released at the end of September, September 29th, 2023. So, you can get this ready to put in your, you know, holiday packages, things like that, you know, for for other people or something to get into, you know, after school starts. It'd be cool. This would be interesting as like after school program stuff. Mhm um if like you're uh if if you're like a teacher and you need like something you know uh engaging or and something basic you know pokemon is super popular so i don't know how i don't know how teaching like the administration would feel about pokemon because i know pokemon cards the story of kids like our age sean <laughs> yeah. pokemon cards got banned in school they did um they did. So I don't know if if that plays an influence, but if you're thinking of something creative, you know that could be something cool.
1: Now, um, Jake, I'm gonna say right now if I if if, I, if somebody pulls one of these out, I'm gonna pull out like a Mew Vmax deck and absolutely stomp <laughs> these kids.
0: <laughs> but Sean, you have to make it 17 cards though
1: uh
0: can you make mu vmax 17 cards
1: i'm sure i don't know about mu vmax but i'm sure i can make something 17 cards just do
0: <laughs> you have like uh what is it like cura i'm gonna build like cure one cure one one cure? <laughs> line yeah and just like 15 energies
1: or or jake <laughs> i'm just gonna build a uh I'm going to build a 17 card. Oh, what was I thinking? Wug trio deck and just mill them out Wug- in one
0: turn. <laughs> <laughs> I'm terrible. You, just, you do that with like resource management at Rangaroo. Right. <laughs> just like. You just win. I
1: just. The kids are like, wait, but you're supposed to take prizes. And I'm like, yeah, you didn't <laughs> read the other side of the rules
0: pamphlet. I just milled you. There's another win condition. Um, um, man, that would. You're evil. Anyways. <laughs> uh, on the less evil things, yep. debatably, in the Pokemon trading card game, we're going to get into now the metagame. So as we mentioned, the North American International Championships will be going on this weekend in Columbus, Ohio. I will be there, so just because I'm probably going to say it like 30 times before and during the event, I will be there. I will be present at the North American International Championships. I'll be there Thursday. Thursday friday saturday and sunday i'll be there so if you see me during any of those times um so long as i'm not like i mean if i'm like if i'm like 11 and one right on the day uh, <laughs> don't talk to don't me. try to, to yeah just let me be in the zone um but with that north american international championships are going on especially like saturday and sunday like if i go like oh nine right i lose all nine (laughs) of my games and i don't make day two like come find me you know hang out talk to me if you want to play with our naic decks or like a standard deck or if you have multiple glc decks i know uh hollerman someone who listens to the metapod and is someone that i've met outside of um you know out in the outside world irl as they say i've met more times than sean
1: um <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> which are technically they, uh, zero, zero somehow still yeah uh, Wild. Uh,
0: they said that they have some GLC decks that they'll let me borrow and we can play you know different formats and things like that so if you want to do that feel free if you just want to say hi that also works. I've got some uh darkness ablaze Rowlet cards because I have like 400 500 of them uh if you want to take one maybe like me sign it or something like that, feel free uh I'll have plenty available but I'm excited, but I'm also excited for the decks that are coming in. The tournament shot.
1: Yeah. Um, I think one of the decks that uh Jake sent me was Aiden Coos. Is that how I'd pronounce it?
0: I think that's how you say it. So Aiden won a regional this past season. Sa- and yeah, yeah. We're gonna be taking the we're gonna be taking DeckLux primarily information from the Paldea Vault format. Uh, Puerto Rico had a special event this past weekend, and we're also going to talk about some Korean League um, as well in this. That's in the same format, but Aiden placed second place with Lost Box Kai Ogre. So If there's one thing that I can tell you, if Sean, I because I can't see the screen, yeah. Um, If you go to the official standings, if you go to the the standings from the um, from the event, there were in the top eight, there were four Lost Box decks. Four of the top five decks that resulted in this event are Lost Box, and then there's guard of wars in there as well two guard of wars one arceus Duraladon umbreon i think yep. it may two of them potentially there's two arceus decks i don't know exactly um what the builds are of those because it's hard to get the information from this yeah. sp we don't have it all but that's if there's one thing that you gotta know is there's two giants in this format yep. there is lost box and There is Gardevoir, and those are pretty much those are going to be the two dominant decks, those are going to be the two most popular decks. Um, and those are ones that you should expect to see if you're playing nine all nine rounds of day one, regardless if you go 09 or 90. Um, if you're playing an NASE or even a local league or anything like that, you should expect like two thirds of your matches. To be against either Lost Box or Gardevoir, in my personal opinion. Yeah. Um, but going back to the the second place list that Aiden had, Aiden was playing Turbo Lost Box. I think the community is kind of deciding right now that Turbo Lost Box is one of the better builds of. Um, of Lost Box. And when I say Turbo, I'm talking like the Raikou with the Dragonite. But this one is even spicier, Sean, because usually with that, we've seen like the Kyogre, right? Dragonite, mm-hmm. Raikou, and it's three types of basic energies. This one has four because guess who it has in this list, Sean?
1: We have the Metapod fan favorite. Uh, Aerodactyl
0: V Star. Aerodactyl V Star yeah. is present in Aiden's version of the Lost Box list, and I actually really, really like this. I think this is very, very cool because, especially with different matchups. I mean, we've talked about in the past when Aerodactyl V Star first came up, being able to stop certain things. Right when the Aerodactyl is in play, Pokemon just don't have like.
1: They don't have you abilities. Can stop
0: a lot of Pokemon. Yeah, they don't have abilities. You can start whacking away at things uh, like Gardevoir. Like, Gardevoir can't do anything in terms of accelerating or getting through their deck. Lugia can't put down their um, Archaeops, Fusion Strike, Mew. Um, Mew VMAX can't do any ability uh, draw. And so you stop so many different decks in the format. Lost box decks, you stop them from doing, you know, lost box things for the most part. Um, Yeah. And so the Aerodactyl can do a ton of damage in there. And this list, uh, this list, again, super heavy on the Comfey and Colrus experiment, as you would normally expect for a lost box build. It's got the Cramorant. It's got two Sableye. Two Sableye is usually the most popular variant of Lost Box builds that I have seen um in terms of the last week or two of this format being played around. You know, you're playing four Mirage Gate, four Battle VIP Pass, four Switch Card, three Escape Rope. Uh Like four Switch Card and three Escape Rope is also what I'm seeing is the like standard ideal switching options. You don't see a lot of these decks usually playing Switches because most of the time, I mean, I know Aiden's Aerodactyl is a little bit of an exception, but you don't see non-basic Pokemon, remember? Because Switch Mm -hmm. card only works for basic Pokemon.
1: Yeah, so like the Aerodactyl V-Star is a little awkward with that because like it isn't a basic. Mm -hmm. It's the only non-basic in your deck. So like,
0: But it's one of those things that if you're using Aerodactyl V-Star and you do use that V-Star power, You've probably like won the game. <laughs> you might, yeah, yeah. Like it's... you're probably. I mean, you're only putting it in in a position to where like I'm using this because if I use this, I pretty much win.
1: Yeah, it's. Uh, I'm trying to think of like the decks that would actually do well against Aerodactyl V-Star that are in the format right now. I mean, part of me wants to quickly look up what. <laughs> Aerodactyl, I want to, what does Aerodactyl V-Star's ability actually say word for word, Jake?
0: Well, it's not an ability, remember, Sean. It's or an, it's, attack, it's, that it's an attack that gives life. you an ability. Yes, and it's, it's an attack that it gives you an ability. So it says, um, Ancient Star, until this Pokemon leaves play, it gains an ability that has the effect your opponent's Pokemon V in play, except any Aerodactyl V-Star, have no abilities. So this actually um, so does not I mean hurt. Can still
1: it doesn't what? hurt Gardevoir either, because Gardevoir is an EX.
0: Well, it's it hurts like the Zashian, at least.
1: I suppose. Yeah, it's I feel like it's really good against Lugia, I will grant you that. Really and, good
0: against Lugia, really good against Mew.
1: Yes. Also good against really that.
0: good against potentially Chin Pao as well, because the thing with Chin Pao, if you just constantly knock out the Bax Calibers, for example. Mm. When you do that, when you knock out a backs caliber Chen Pao, we won't really show a list, but I highly recommend if you're going to play Chen Pao to have a 1-1 one, one line of Palkia V-Star um, because it's very, very good. Because if somebody knocks out your backs caliber, you're like, okay, how do I get all the energies on board to utilize Chen Pao's attack? You know, discarding more energies equals more damage. One thing that people are doing is they're using the 1-1 one, one Palkia V-Star line to use star portal v-star to accelerate energies enough energies on the chin Pao yeah. to give you a turn of like you know getting the uh frigy backs i believe the pokemon's called putting it on the bench and setting yourself up for a next turn uh backs caliber to get yourself back online and consistent um so yeah that can stop chin Pao. if you just like boss and you ko the Bax Caliber, while you have Ancient Star, the ability going on, then that could be a huge, huge, huge help in winning that matchup as well.
1: So obviously, like, Lost Box going to be huge. Uh, the mm-hmm. other half of that equation, which I'll pull up now, is Juan Andres' list from a League Cup uh, win. Congrats, by the way, to Juan. <laughs> um, but yeah, like, is Gardevoir, right? And
0: yes, this is uh, this is pretty much like the the standard list that I've been seeing of Gardevoir. Like if you were if I told Sean, okay, pick a make a 60 card deck right now of Gardevoir without looking anything up online, um, this is probably what Sean would make, I feel like.
1: Yeah. I mean it's it's super consistent. You're running the Radiant Greninja for that draw rather than any other radiant. You're running uh the one thing I th- I'll I'll say is interesting here because uh mm-hmm. you might see more RCSV V Star Duralodonst running the Alolan Vulpix again. Mm-hmm. Um and the, the the point that I bring up why that's interesting is all of your Pokemon except for Cresselia basically or the memory skip Ralts have abilities. Now you could try to memory skip right which might work, but I, I've always personally felt like that's such a risk because it's like, hey, okay, they took a turn off. If they have any sort of switching option, then you're...
0: Especially because Arceus, Duraludon, um, Vulpix, or whatever, usually they do play switches because a lot yeah. of times they'll start the Duraludon or a different Pokemon and they switch into the Arceus. So,
1: so like, to me, like I, I it's a bit risky. So I'm still surprised that nobody is running... Um, the,
0: what is it? Is it Mimikyu? The Mimikyu, yeah. Oh, Spiritu.
1: Does Spiritum. Does Spiritomb also... I
0: think Spiritum is actually better because here's a, here's a, I mean, Mimikyu is an option, but Spiritomb, a one-prizer in comparison, I think this is really cool. So a lot of people have been playing a Spiritomb, and I personally recommend putting a Spiritomb in your list. I think Spiritum can fit in a lot of lists, like uh, Lost Box. I think it can fit in Gardevoir. I think it can fit in a lot. It says that basic Pokemon V don't have abilities. So when Alolan Vulpix uses its attack, right, and says basic Pokemon with abilities can't hit it, you can put down your Spirit Tomb after you've got your energy on the Zacian, and it turns off Zacian's ability. Therefore, Zacian can attack the Alolan Vulpix. So I think Spirit Tomb's a really, really good option if you're looking at this list that we're presenting, and you're like okay, maybe I'm worried about the Alolan Vulpix or something like that. Mm -hmm. Um, Or maybe you just, you know, you want to take out a card. I don't know which card you take out in this list, Um, but you're like maybe the worker, you know, you want to take out the worker or something like that, or a researcher, I don't know. I don't even know if those would be good options. But (laughs) if you want a 61st card in your list, I think Spear Tomb is the number one option, the one that's currently banned on PTCG Live.
1: <laughs> Maybe that's why nobody's playing it in their list, because you can't. You can't test it. So
0: There will be... This isn't part of our news, but I guess I can mention it real quick. There will be an update on the 29th, so on Thursday. Um So, Rip, if you're trying to test like on the... Dawn of the final day on Thursday, but on Thursday, there's going to be an update for Pokemon TCG Live, and it's supposed to fix like the the Penny Spiritomb mm-hmm. Tinglu, like all, all that stuff that we talked about the other week. So,
1: I, I but... want to say, I'm seeing here, by the way, uh, Celio's mm-hmm. network, uh, you know, Luke, this list, and I just want to point this out as a guard of War list because it is quite interesting, Jake.
0: I just saw it off at, the side, uh, Mr. Darth Bean
1: yes justin bean has a list Mm -hmm. uh and i'll need you to pull up exactly what this espion v max does because his list is playing the spirit tomb which you know you you hit the nail on the head there Mm -hmm. um uh and it is playing two reversal energies instead of one but the espion v max is a i've never seen that in a guardy
0: list so i think a lot of people have also been talking about a 1-1 line of Espeon, Espeon Vmax, and Espeon Vmax has a little bit of a different counter i feel like mm-hmm. than the um than the spirit because this has an ability that says prevent all effects of attacks from your opponent's pokemon done to all your pokemon that have energy attached so one of the counters i think this was a while ago that we talked about this on the Metapod, because um, I think this was introduced in like Arceus decks, mm-hmm. like Arceus Duraludon. This is a counter for something like Sableye right? in Sableye Lost Box, because Sableye placing the damage counters is an effect of an attack. So any Pokemon that you have, any Curlias or Cresselia or anything that have an energy attached that you can... Use through the Max Miracle, or not Max Miracle, uh, the Gardevoir EX's ability, right, Accelerate Energies on those Psychic Pokemon, you can negate that Sableye's attack pretty much effectively. And then Max Mindstorm does 60 damage for each energy attached to all of your opponent's Pokemon, which there's a lot of energy flying around this format. You could do some good damage, and especially if you're facing Lost Box, like, there's not very many energies on the field. Like, one yeah. energy attachment and maybe like one other somewhere that you could potentially trap like that. That's one twenty. that knocks out a Sableye.
1: Yeah. And it's such a beefy Pokemon in the active, like they're going to have mm-hmm. a hard time knocking it out. It's going to take them a couple turns.
0: You do have to be wary though, because it is weak to dark. So mm. uh, we looked at Aiden Kusa's list yeah. for, exa- for example, for um, example, for Aiden's playing a Drapion. And so one thing that is interesting in Drapion in Lost list is they have Mirage Gate. So like they can, you're like, oh, Drapion, wild style, you know, <laughs> you still have to do four energies that could be done with a, with a Mirage Gate or two.
1: Yeah, that's so very fair. Make,
0: make sure to play it accordingly. Make sure, especially, you know, if you're, if you're playing Gardevoir and you're playing that one, one Espion line and you just kind of like want a wall uh lost box decks. Be wary of Drapeon. Make sure to do counts of like, okay, where is the Drapeon? They're usually probably just playing one Drapeon, I would bet. You know, how many Mirage Gates have they used? Where are the energies? Things like that. Um, so just be wary of that. How many super rods have they used?
1: Interesting. Uh let's see here. We have we have a list from where was this from? This uh, are
0: you talking about Seijun Parks? Yes,
1: Seijun Parks list. So, yes, yes.
0: Seijun Park. Uh, this is this is the coolest thing, in my opinion, because for anyone who's maybe heard that name before, they're like, oh, that name's kind of familiar. Seijun Park actually won the 2014 World Championships in the video game with Pachirisu. Um If you oh. haven't heard of that or seen that before, I recommend like if you're just a Pokemon competitive fan, go look up like docu, there's like that mini video essays and stuff like that about that championships actually very, very cool. Daejeon Park actually won Korean league. Um, There were plenty of like Korean leagues around over the weekend. Some of them were streamed and things like that. Very, very cool. It was in the Paldea vault format. So I think this list is interesting because I know there are probably a lot of Maridon fans that listen to the podcast and things like that. So Seijun won his Korean uh, Champions League with Maridon. And if you look at the matchups in the response, Sean, he went like a perfect record. I mean, I know he, I drew round seven and eight, but he literally did not lose. And look at all the Gardevoir he faced. He faced Gardevoir in round one, round three, round four, round five, round six <laughs> in top eight. <laughs> he played against six Gardevoir decks and he beat all of them, right? He was a perfect 6-0 against Gardevoir. And he, you know, he didn't really face a lot of lost box. So we'll see. <laughs> I don't know how yeah. that matchup really goes, but he beat, he beat Lost Zone Tina and Lost Zone Gudra Hisui and V Star. So you know that's like half the battle in Lost Zone List. So very, very interesting and very, very cool in my opinion to see the Murahon. But this Murahon is not a hundred percent like we would usually see it, Sean.
1: Yeah. I mean it's running the Flaffy engine.
0: Which yes, is one running thing. the flaffy, which is good to note, but it also disregards the Regieleki VMAX yeah. overall. Yeah, you know, instead, don't worry about the extra damage, the three prizers.
1: Yeah, I think instead it's basically just like I'm going to run fast. I'm going to run the Maridon. I'm going to run two Raikou and two mm-hmm. Raichu V. Mm-hmm. Um, it's also got one copy of Flying po- Pikachu V, but no VMAX in this one, which. I think does the Flying Pikachu V have an attack that's paralyzes or something on its base form?
0: It is uh, flip a coin. If tails, this attack does nothing. If heads, during your opponent's turn, prevent all damage from and effects of attacks done to this Pokemon. That's the second uh, one fly, which costs three energies and does 120 damage. But the first attack says flip a coin. If heads, your opponent's active Pokemon is now paralyzed.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, I don't know. Maybe either of them can be useful situationally, if you're feeling lucky. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they have a one of Zapdos. And I think this is... Is this the Pokemon Go Zapdos?
0: Yes, it's the Pokemon Go Zapdos that uh, makes your... Uh, I think it's basic lightning Pokemon do 10 more damage.
1: Okay, so maybe so that's you relevant. You
0: actually hit on-fly 130, right? Yeah. Which is actually a pretty relevant number um, for a lot of things like... Um, well, Radiant Greninja is weak to lightning. <laughs> <laughs> but I know there are some 130 Pokemon running around that you could be able to you could be able to do. But there are also different tech options in here as well. There's a Manaphy to help out and help your bench. There's a Luminion in here to help get you a supporter for turn. There's the Drapion, which we already talked about, but one that we haven't talked about yet, which is one of the better cards that have come out. Um, of Paladay evolved is Squawkabilly EX. Sean, do you remember what Squawkabilly EX oh, does?
1: Oh, I know. You can only use its ability on your first turn, so mm-hmm. <laughs> use it or lose it. Uh, and the idea is that you know once during your turn, when it's on the field, you can choose to discard your hand and draw six. It's it's a really interesting card. Um, if any of you are familiar with old like uh, older sets like Dedenne GX, it's like Dedenne GX except. You don't have to use the ability when it comes into play. You can just put the Squawk ability down, do more of your turn, and decide when you're going to use it on that first turn. Downside, obviously, is that if you don't get it on that first turn, it's a, it's a dead card in your deck. But hey, people play four battle VIP pass.
0: Exactly, Sean. And so it's a really good card. Some lists are including it for those that want that consistency that really just... They have that necessity to put down, you know, at least one Flaffy in the turn, to put down a full bench of Pokemon for Raikou. Um, There's a lot of different options in there. This list also, like um, a lot of other lists, you know, they're playing the four electric thing, the electric... What's the card Electric called? Generator. They make fun of Ethan heggy all the time. <laughs> Electric Generator. Electric Generator. Yeah. Um, there's four of those, you know, four Ultra Balls, two Nest Balls, some Switch Cards, Research, Iono, Judge, Boss, also two Arvin, right? And Arvin not only gets you an Item Card, but it also gets you a Tool Card. Remember that Tool Cards are their own specific category now. They're separate from Item Cards, so don't Try to Irita for a, uh, a tool card. <laughs> yeah. I don't believe that works anymore. But if you'd like to use Arvin, there are a couple tool options available in this list specifically. The Forest Seal Stone, a very, very good card. Remember, it gives you a V-Star power on a basic Pokemon V to grab any card you want. Very, very good. We've seen it in a ton of decks um, so far since uh, since Garland Violet Base Set came out, I believe. It's been super popular. Yeah. Um, and then it also has Bravery Charm, which gives your basic Pokemon 50 plus XP. And so with a bunch of basic Pokemon attackers, Maridon, Raikou, uh, Raichu, Flying Pikachu, uh, Drapion, there's a plenty of different options to put this on.
1: Indeed. Uh, I'm trying to think of what else. There's a couple of other lists that we want to go
0: over. Um, I just have really one. Yeah, what's what's that list? What's if you that have list, another Jake? Another one that you want. The list that we've got is Arceus, Duraludon, Umbreon. I've seen some people talk about how this may be like one of the sleeper picks per se, like not a bad option. And we've kind of talked about it before because um, yep. I believe uh, early. I think it was early in the Scarlet Violet. Uh, base set format this became prevalent um, in the i i played against it up. i
1: mean i played against it when i was in um hartford uh, my first round oh, against, yeah. against zach lasage he played uh, a similar list so
0: and so this certainly. is one um especially with pal day evolved i think is going to be primarily utilized um heavy emphasis on the lost cities right? Especially with RCS Duraladon, your Duraladon's probably not going to get it knocked out first turn, probably. Um, and so, you're going to be using that to knock out different options and putting them in the Lost Zone, primarily things like Lost Box pieces, right? Uh, Gardevoir pieces could be essential in that as well because of the Zacians, right? Zacians hitting for infinite damage, hitting for big, big damage are the most likely knockout for your Duraladon VMAX. So, being able to use that, you're going to play four of those to try to get things in there. You've got Iono in there. One thing that's really cool, actually, that I want to go back to the Lost City. There are mm-hmm. some Lost Box lists and some other lists in general that play, I think Mew VMAX does as well, that could play an Echoing Horn. Mm-hmm. And so if you have Arceus Ralidon, right, and you have... Um, and Arceus get knocked out, right, from the Mew or whatever, what a lot of them will do is they'll just start taking away the two prizes, right? Yep. With Lost City, if your Arceus gets knocked out, it gets put in the Lost Zone. It doesn't get put in the discard pile, so they can't Echoing Hornet. Yep. So kind of like a, it helps you in more ways than one than the in the obvious or not in an obvious way. So very cool note that I wanted to point out.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think what's interesting about this, these lists is like, look, you're not going to take big one hit KOs, but to your point, you're going to do your best to deny your opponent prizes easily because, you know, Mm -hmm. Arceus is pretty big, 280, Duraladon is enormous at 330, and Umbreon is pretty big as well at 310, and if you plan out your turns correctly, you're also playing two Judge and two Iono in the list, which means that like you're going to be disrupting your opponent's hand a lot. Um, you don't need to worry so much about boss because you have the Umbreon. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, like if late in the game, you say your opponent knocks out an RCS V-Star and then they knock out a Duraludon V-Max, that's five prizes. Well, so long as you don't put down your Radiant Alakazam, you can Iono them down to one and force them through a giant 3 prizer all at
0: the same time. Exactly. Which... And I mean, especially with the Duraludon VMAX as well, like you're hitting 220 every single turn. Yep. There's a ton of damage that's being put out. I mean, Umbreon hits 160 as well. Arceus hits either 200, 180. Um, And this is all without the effect of a choice belt, right? Yep. There is a choice belt in this list specifically that you can utilize to add more damage. You know, Duraludon hitting 250, Umbreon hitting 190 base, um, and then Arceus hitting that 210, probably, or 230. So there's a lot of different interesting stuff. And honestly, not a lot of people probably are wanting to respect the Arceus Duralodon Umbreon list because there's bigger giants in the format to worry about, right? Um And so they may be able to willingly take that loss. So this could kind of be, in my opinion, one of the sleeper picks. Of the uh of the format
1: yeah i mean jake i guess we can get into now since we've gone over i think the list that like we really wanted to like mm-hmm. what are so we've mentioned lost box and gardevoir being like that's the top of the pyramid mm-hmm. um which i think also means be prepared for long three game sets if you're going yes. to so this is for you too jake if you're going yeah. to naic just be prepared that every round might take quite a long time
0: there is also there's a skill and if you listen to like the lake of rages episode that released yesterday you listen to um i think uncommon energies uh episode that released earlier today just any pokemon podcast that is talking about naic there are going to be a lot of ties yeah. in the format as sean was saying these games do not especially gardevoir and lost box these games do not end quickly there are so many game actions so much shuffling yeah. that you have to take and so one of the biggest skills that you have to know and maybe have in the back of your mind if you're playing this weekend is when to scoop right and a best of three so game 1, if you go down really quickly, like I'm talking like game 1 three turns in, right? Three of your turns and you only have two things in the loss zone, right? Two things at that point. You might just want to scoop it up and go into the next game cuz you're probably so far behind, you're probably already down two prizes at that point, maybe even a third, um depending on what pokemon you start. That, you know, you might as well just cut your losses and go to a game two because that could be the difference of like 10 to 15 minutes, right? Yeah. Which is a long time um, in Pokemon. And so you want to have that time to your advantage. You know, if it's game three, right, obviously don't... Yeah, <laughs> if it's don't... game three, obviously don't scoop because it's the game that decides. And if you, if you go down game one, right... If you go down game one and, you know, you lose... Don't go down in game two. Um, game two, you know, if you're also down, don't scoop early unless you want to go to lunch yeah. early, obviously. Like, if if you haven't taken a loss yet in the best of three and you do not want to tie, or maybe, maybe, this is another strategy, maybe game one went a super long time because it was a super close game, right? And so, uh, maybe you, maybe... Well, I'm trying to think. I don't even yeah. know. I,
1: I think your your point is accurate, right? Which is just like, look, if you're not doing well in game one, or say you won game one. Actually, I don't think you should. It's really just game one. If in yeah, game, really one, just game one, one. <laughs> if in game one, you're up against one of these decks and it's taken a while, and you know it'll take a while, and you're not doing well, the sooner you scoop, this the more time you'll have for game two and game three. Otherwise
0: like if you don't have a win condition, right, think about your turns ahead while your opponent is playing. Like, if you're like, okay, if I'm thinking about the prize trade, right, and my only win condition is, you know, they get a double prize penalty. (laughs) Like, like, maybe you should just, maybe you should just scoop it up and go to the next game. And so that's the biggest piece of advice that I think I can give to people. That's something that I'm going to be thinking about. Something that you know commentators are probably going to be talking about. Remember that the NAIC stream, I think it's going to be a full art Iono that they're going to be giving on PTCG oh. Live. Um, I think so long as it's not bugged, that's great. Yeah, as long as it's not. Well, I think even if it is bugged, I um, mean you still have
1: it. You, you might not be able yeah, to play you, it, but you, you have it.
0: it. So yeah, a little bit of bling for your NAIC decks, and who knows? Maybe I'll be on there. I'm gonna. I'll just say it right now. I'm gonna be playing Lost Zone Gudra. Um, oh jay not because i think it's the best deck but because (laughs) i really like gudra um and lost zone i mean i tweeted about it i've been enjoying lost zone decks i i don't know something about uh flower selecting is just really fun uh flower selecting and the switch flower selecting and so this is the jake is canceled podcast episode uh for saying that they like (laughs) lost box decks but I don't know. Um, also, think about in, uh, in Lost Box decks, if they're playing the baby Zamazenta. I didn't mention it earlier, mm. but um, it's very interesting because Zamazenta hits for 220. Um, and so it's really interesting, as I've been playing these games online, how many Pokemon actually have 220 in comparison to, like, Gudra's 200, right? Yeah um so just uh just be looking at that see if they're playing metal <laughs> energies in their lost box lists uh because there may be a zamazenta on the way so but sean do you have anything else to add before we wrap up this podcast
1: uh i think we just wanted to touch briefly on oh, yeah, that's right <laughs> the work that uh andrew mahone uh you know led
0: for uh so, raising funds so if you're not you know if you're not super prevalent as I am, or is not the right word, addicted maybe, to like Twitter or something, you know, the Pokemon TCG community, you're not super active in the Pokemon TCG community, you may have missed. So Andrew Mahone, the owner and content creator at Tricky Gym, um, did a charity stream the other day on June 25th, I think it was, on Sunday. And they were raising money for the Trevor Project, which is a organization that is huge for LGBTQ youth, you know, transgender youth. And they raised over $10,000. So huge shout out to them in being an ally. Huge shout out to them. I know they had so much cool stuff. They had so many cool guests on there. Like Natalie Miller stole the show at the beginning because Natalie played Dark Rye um and absolutely just washed andrew off the table with the dark ride (laughs) list uh natalie was cooking um and it was super super cool to watch um they they did a ton of great things on there and they sold these really awesome custom dragon shield sleeves dragon shield hooked them up with like uh pride sleeves and things like that like transgender sleeves and it, it was super super cool um and it's just one of those things that i just wanted to give a little shout out to because you know it's a community that we gotta support in my opinion so yes anyway fully agree anyway sean is that all
1: i think that's all jake good luck at uh naic this weekend have fun first and foremost uh and yeah all the listeners out there if you see jake say hi get a rowlet uh He's got a bunch of Rowlet um, cards.
0: I've got my Pokemon Center appointment at NAIC for Saturday. So I, I have already assumed that I won't make day two. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know what, Jake? Uh, self-awareness is a very important trait to have. So
0: Hey, I'm just trying to have fun.
1: Yeah, that's right. Uh, but Jake, sign us out.
0: Thank you so much for listening to the podcast that revolves around the evolving meta. We'll see you next week. Everything will hopefully be back to normal. I'll be back home. And uh, we'll, we'll talk about all the good times and what happened at NAIC and what's going on in the future. So stay tuned.